Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 165 with the amazing powerhouse connector, Lisa Patrick. Hi, this is Lisa Patrick and you're listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Shlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I'm so happy you're here for this episode because it took me such a long time to get Lisa on the show and to have this wonderful conversation with her. You will love what you hear and Lisa is going to share steps that you can take to make it easier for you to connect in networking situations to really show up with confidence. She's going to teach us the platinum rule of communication amongst other amazing things that she has used in her business to make it into a thriving business. Lisa Patrick is a highly sought after business development specialist and a successful serial entrepreneur. She is known as a powerhouse connector and has an impressive client portfolio of leading influencers, personal expert brands and companies such as Grand Cadone, Tom Hopkins and Sharon Lechter. So let's tune in and find out what she did that worked so amazingly well for her. Well, I am so excited to have you on the show today, Lisa. Welcome. Thank you. And it's a pleasure to have this wonderful opportunity. Yeah. And we, we've been looking for quite a while to match our calendars. So finally, uh, we made it. And I'm so, so super excited because you are a powerhouse connector and an expert for edge learning. So what, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, edge learning really is uh, the ability to not just survive, but thrive in this emerging trend of, of edge learning. And it's really a way to augment a higher education and to enhance your collegiate and your post-collegiate. So it's really, if you think about it, it's all those edge skills that you have, you know, communication, sales, networking, internal and external, like um, your assessments and so forth, that really help you gain a competitive edge and get a successful and more fulfilled life. Mm. That's what edge learning really is. Yeah, it's so, so important, especially for entrepreneurs. I mean, as an entrepreneur, you're always learning, right? There's no stop to that. Well, so, if you want to be successful, you're absolutely always okay. learning. <laughs> yeah, I, I just assumed that every entrepreneur wants to be successful. But that's well, we a hope good so. Point. I mean, that's, that's why we're here today, right? We're here to help people, help the listeners. Yeah, yes, totally. So what, did, what are you seeing in, in your work, especially with these entrepreneurs who just love what they do? They are totally passionate about their work. But then when it comes to bringing it actually to the market, when it comes to making an invitation for somebody to buy or stating their price, um, they cringe. Is there anything that you see that they could do to make life easier? Well, I think there's a lot of things. I think, first of all, in sales, and you and I both know, because I mean, I followed you for a long time, Christine, and you know, you're an expert in sales, and people need to understand how to communicate to each other genuinely and authentically. And when you start to become your authentic, genuine self, you don't need to sell anybody on anything. People will just gravitate towards you, and they'll generally want to work with you. And if you add value in everything that you do, in every communication that you have, 
have. And, you know, you don't just practice the golden rule, which really is treat others the way that you want to be treated, but you practice the platinum rule. You know what the platinum rule is, Christine? No, what? now I'm excited to learn it. So Dr. Tony Alessandro, who's the number one communication guru in the world and happens to be a, a colleague and a close personal friend, he says, treat others the way that they want to be treated. When you adapt your communication style and the way that you add value in your relationships, it changes everything. I'm not saying remove the golden rule, but I am saying if you practice the platinum rule, many things will change for you and it, life will be much easier. Oh, I love it. I love it. And this reminds me actually of a children's story that I've heard long, long time ago. And it's called, uh, it's a turtle's birthday. And all her friends are coming and, you know, the lion brings her a piece of meat. And, yeah, yeah. you know, like all the, everybody brings her, like they wanted to be treated. And then at the end of the day, right before she's kind of giving up on this magical birthday, somebody brings her a salad and she is totally happy. And <laughs> well, I, th I think that's a wonderful, because I think part of the problem is, is that you, we think about, well, how do I want to be treated? And then when we're, you know, prospecting or we're networking, we're thinking, okay, if I want to be treated this way, then let's treat that person that way. But what happens if they don't, receive that that way that's not how they view things that way that's not how they want to be treated and so when you start to understand your behavioral style and your personality and then be able to adapt according to the person across things are magical things yeah. change for you instantly i know it did for me yeah yeah I, I i totally get that and it's such an important point especially when we want to nurture deep relationships when we really yeah. want to win the next amazing customer that works with us forever <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. or brings us you know more business more referrals and then become just a huge fan that is really something and and you know you reminded me that I have the challenge, even though I know to ask people where I can reach them, right? Is it, where do you hang out most? Is it email? Is it Facebook messenger? Is it WhatsApp? Whatever. Yep. Um, I have a, a challenge to adapt, right? Because I need a, I need to remember what did they say? Well, this is the easier part. And then I also need to get out of my routine to just send the quick message on messenger when yeah. they prefer email yeah. because in messenger, yeah. they might not even see it for a week while email, they pick it up in 10 minutes. And yeah. um, this comes back to the platinum rule. It's part of it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and follow up. I mean, you and I both know, I mean, I can't count on my fingers and hands and toes and body parts. How <laughs> many people don't follow up? Yes. And that's part of the problem. You spend all this time trying to prospect and create a relationship and get the connection, but then you never follow up and you lose everything. It's ridiculous. Like follow up is king in any sales process, in any relationship. I don't care if it's a sales or, you know, you just want to network with somebody or whatever it happens to be. But if you do not follow up, you're never going to get any anywhere. Yeah. And do you have advice for that? Because I know for me, it kind of changed when I dropped the belief that the other person might not be interested in the extras I had to, or, you know, I communicated. For example, 
in the beginning of my sales career, I never talked something about my private life. And I really had to drop this belief that the other person doesn't care because as soon as I started to make some comments, most of the time they were picked up and we had a wonderful side conversation and it really helped the relation to, to flourish. So in the follow up, I see often that people think, well, they are not interested and therefore they don't want to be pushy or salesy. So they just drop it. Well, I think in the, yeah, I think in the follow up, it's a, I think one of the most common mistakes that people make when they're networking sales, it doesn't matter, you know, establishing business relationships long-term for partnerships or whatever it happens to be, you know, kids, family, parents, I think you have to remember that it is never about you. It is always about them. And yeah. so if you're adding value and you're, you're trying to find ways to learn about them and to help them and support them, then they'll always, you know, it might not be that they're interested in your first follow-up, but the second day they're interested in that follow-up or the third. So I think if you always keep in mind that it's about them and not you, and you tailor your communication, whether it's on message or chat or whatever it happens to be about them, you'll win. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. It's always like when it gets difficult, switch the focus. Don't make it about you. Make it about them. Yeah. Yeah. People don't buy products and services. People buy into people. It's Tom Hopkins, close personal friend, you know, sales legend will tell you that all day long. Yeah, totally. It's, and, and I, and I know you also work working with uh, Sharon Lechter and she has co-written the book three feet from gold. This just reminds me that so many people are giving up these three feet from gold, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. And if we, all, if, if we assume somebody else is not interested, then they're not going to be interested, mm. right? I think that you just, I think that, you know, in your relationships, you just have to think about what's in it for them and then deliver on it every single time. Yeah. Eventually, they're going to come around and ask about you. So when, when you set out for business, what was the biggest difference um, that, it, that you made for yourself for making your business work and flourish? Was it those relationships or did you find yeah. like some kind of shortcut <laughs> or like what, well, what did you have to do? It's, it's funny you ask that because I think my biggest challenge was networking. Mm. Um, you know, I'd always go into a room and I was absolutely petrified. I mean, there was many times early in my career where I turned around and not even go to the event because I was so afraid to go into the room because I didn't know anybody and I didn't know how to have a conversation with somebody that was genuine. I I was shaking in my boots, literally. Um, and it happened time and time again. And then, um, the click really changed for me when I thought I'm going to, I have to push myself out of the comfort zone. I have to go to these events. If I want to have a successful career, if I genuinely want to meet these people, one, I have to get over the fact that they're greater personalities or influencers or what have you than me and just have a conversation. And so I made a game of it. I can re- I still remember like it was yesterday, the very first time that I went into this room and there was about 45 and they were 45 people in the room and they were professional speakers. So, you know, talk about intimidating uh-huh. and 
thinking, okay, how, what am I going to do? And so I started making a game of it. And I had in my mind, I had a little card and I had put five questions on that card. And I thought, I'm not going to talk to every single person in the room. So if you're listening right now and you think that you're going to go to an event and you're going to make a hundred relationships, you're not. If you walk away with one to three strategic, good relationships, that is a win. So for to get the idea of quantity of quality, it's quality versus quantity. Yeah. So what I did was those five questions I targeted to five people and one particular lady had a gorgeous handbag and I don't know about you, Christine, but I love handbags. Oh, so I just approached her and said, where did you get that handbag? And she started talking to me and, you know, 20 minutes later, we had built a connection and a report all over one very simple question that had nothing to do with what I did, why we were there. It was really about her handbag. And that was a light bulb moment for me um, when it was just like, it's just to ask normal questions, you know? So, you know, I have a list now of 25 questions and I use them at every networking event and it has definitely changed the way that I start relationships. Mm, I love it. And I think about the handbag, you have to be genuine, right? Don't make yeah. just something up. Like, yeah. you know, now I heard that I can ask about a handbag. So the next yeah. handbag I see, I'm going to have the conversation. I think people will feel it. Exactly. But, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I can get yeah. really excited about beautiful pieces like handbags or shoes or clothes. Like if I really like that, I want to have that conversation. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and I have a cheat sheet list, so I'm happy to share it with you so you could share it with your viewers of the 25 questions that I ask on a continuum. I would love to. Yeah. Can you give us yeah. three examples for right now? Sure. And then I'm so, happy to put it up in yeah. the show notes. Yeah. So one example would be, what is the greatest lesson you have learned from an enemy? Not a mentor, not anybody that you've learned or um, followed as an influencer. Um, what is the best advice that you've ever received? And what's the worst advice? And um, my favorite really is if you were stranded on an island, what's the one thing that you would do or take so I want to, I want to know what's your answer. You were stranded on the Island. What's the one thing you would do or take? Well, I probably would say my laptop, but if there is no Wi-Fi, it's not going to help. <laughs> Remember you're stranded on an Island. <laughs> <laughs> what would I take? I got everything inside, like my happiness. <laughs> what would I take? I'd probably take my husband. <laughs> Your husband? Yeah. Well, and you'd be surprised at the real answer is, well, I'd take a boat so I could get off the island. Well, I think I do like there. islands. That's the issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah but, we just chatted a little bit about the weather, but that's a really yeah. smart answer. Yeah, like, like because, a strategic answer, right? Exactly. But it what it does is it generates the thinking process and something that's abstract to strike a conversation. And that's really all you want to do is you're looking to strike a conversation and eventually everything will come back to, you know, what do you do for a living? 
who are you? You know, lots of women I'll ask, you know, do you have any children? You know, I have twin daughters. And so it's a great way to, to build a connection. It's a great way to build a connection with the gentleman. You know, you can look at their attire and if they're wearing a golf shirt, perhaps they golf, ask them if they golf. Like it doesn't have to be the worst thing that drives me crazy. Christine is when somebody comes up and they start pitching me right away. Ooh, <laughs> yes. You know, like don't pitch, just have a conversation. You'll get to the pitch. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah. If everything is aligned, people want to know more. Yeah. And if they need what you offer, they gravitate to you. Exactly. That's exactly right. So what can an entrepreneur do who maybe just started out or who didn't have such a good start and they're really looking for clients right now? What would you recommend if they feel like, you know, it's all good with the relationship building, but it feels a little long and I'm pr under pressure? Long sales cycles, the, the enemy of all enemies. Well, I think, first of all, you have to find the fastest, you need to find the solution to the person's problem. Um, and so as soon as you can do that, I mean, I work with, a, with you know, some executive CEOs that are transitioning out of corporate America. You know, they're looking to leverage their education and their expertise, get out, get what's in their noggin out and mm -hmm. then go and find clients. And when you work in corporate America and then you become an entrepreneur, there's a lot of challenges that you face because you're used to having all those divisions. You're used to having a human resource and a marketing and, a, you know, all these divisions that allow you to function in, in the C-suite. And now you don't have that anymore. And there's a lot of challenges with that. So it's interesting that you ask that question because the number one thing that I always say is what is the one thing that you have that you can add value immediately to somebody or anybody at any given time that reduces the sales cycle and allows you to instantly add value? Such a great question. So I, know, I think getting clear about that, that that's really yeah. personal. Everybody brings amazing gifts to the table. Um, also, I see that often people can't see how brilliant they are. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think, it, I think part of the, the success is asking really good questions. Mm. You know, the more, the more questions that you ask of somebody, the more information you're going to get to be able to tailor your response and leverage your skills and what you have for services and offerings and products and whatever to them that's going to solve their problem. So asking questions and lots of them is really the, I think the fastest way to reduce the close that, you know, your sales cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps you to understand where the other person is. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You don't need to give them like your big package if they only need a piece out of it. You can tailor yeah. it to their needs right. and That's everybody's right. going to be happy. Yep. Well, and, you know, at one point in my career, you know, a, a really great expert said to me, says, you know, the one thing that you really need to ask somebody is what is the biggest challenge that they're faced with? And two, if you had a magic wand, what would you do to solve that problem? And those two questions really have served me very well in my relationships of, you know, coaching and so forth and helping clients really leverage what they have in their toolbox to go to market and make money. Yeah, I love it. So that's something we can all ask ourselves. Yeah. And it, and it applies. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, you have a product, you have a service, you have the best toilet seat in the world, but nobody knows about it. 
know, once you start asking those questions, it's going to solve somebody's problem somewhere. Yeah. You just got to ask the right questions. You got to ask the right question and you have to put yourself out there. So make it yes. a game, make it yeah. easy for you. Do you think, um, well, probably that's also a question, you know, introvert, extrovert. Yeah. Extroverts probably have it easier in the networking sex, um, setting, but also like asking the great questions, that's pretty good for introverts. Yeah. Well, and I'm actually an introvert by, I am, I am not, you know, most people who meet me go, oh my God, you know, you're so outgoing and you know, la, 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 and all these things. Right. But I'm actually really, truly a genuinely at my core, an introvert. I like to be alone. I, I, you know, I thrive to be alone. I need my alone time, my private time. I, you know, um, I can be an extrovert when, when need be. Um, but it's not really who I am at my core. And so I think you really have to understand who you are in order to be effective for other people. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was something when I did my coach training, which totally like wowed me because I never mm -hmm. really thought of where I was on that scale. Some people would say, yeah. well, you're an extrovert. And then others would say, well, you're so introverted. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, that's confusing. <laughs> and, you know, coming time to find out, I'm like more or less in the middle. So I, the energy I need to be like more introverted or extroverted is like, it's the same energy. So yeah. it's, it's kind of nice to have that choice Exactly. But it's also nice to understand how you are wired because then you can understand other people so much better. Once I understood that an introvert needs great questions to be asked and then you get amazing answers. Like yeah. my whole well, world changed. Exactly. Well, extroverts love to talk about themselves, you know, yeah. so asking great questions with the extrovert works, you know, everything boils down to really great questions. Just ask yeah. questions. People I love, love I to love talk that. about themselves, introverts or extroverts. And, you know, you'd be amazed at what you find out when you start asking questions. Yeah. When, and when you're really interested, I think it's, it's really difficult to just ask, to ask, like yeah. find out of all these questions, like find one that really is interesting for you that you would love to have an answer to because yeah. the other person will feel that you are genuine and then they want to answer your question. Because, you know, that's what we like to do. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, and you need to be, and you need to respond and reciprocate back and forth with that authenticity, right? Because people will read through that instantly. Yes. Instantly. They will get, they'll, they'll figure it out real quick. We've yeah. all had those times where we have that icky, sleazy, slimy salesperson that's, you know, and Kendrick Shope uses that all the time, right? Like icky, sleazy, slimy salesperson. And, uh, you know, we, we genuinely know who that person is within the first 30 seconds of a conversation. It's yeah. pretty easy to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And also if you feel like you have to be this way to make a sale or to invite somebody, like don't make it that difficult for yourself. Exactly. Like being yourself, right. That will yeah. allow you to drop a lot of weight and a lot of worry. What's the other person going to think? How, how will they, you know, in which drawer will they put me like, how can I go on in this conversation? When you, you, it's so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you have to be confident and have the courage to be you too. Right. And sometimes yeah. that's 
you know, when you're young and you're in your career and you're trying to make a good impression and, you know, you have all these other stresses that when you're older uh, and more seasoned in life, mm-hmm. um, you don't have those same pressures. You have the confidence, you've had the experiences to allow you to be that level of confidence. And so, you know, for the, for somebody who's listening right now, if you're listening and you're younger, you know, don't worry about what somebody else thinks because chances are you're, you know, you're probably not going to ever see them again in a networking environment, or maybe you will. And you know what, as long as you admit to your mistakes and you're authentically who you are, the world's your oyster. Yeah. And they might not even think about you at all. <laughs> That's another well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like this is true. They're busy <laughs> with whatever they're busy with. Right? Yeah, they got a thousand other things in their mind. And the fact that you slipped up and said the wrong word or whatever, or made a fool of yourself is the least relevant thing on, their, on the top of their mind. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Awesome. Well, this was a wonderful first episode. Uh, Where can we send people so they can get more of you? Obviously, I will put everything in the show notes. um, But where can we send them right now? Well, uh, two places. I'm coming out with a book in this in the spring. So I'm excited about that. So you're going to find me on Amazon very soon. And uh, lisapatrick.ca is my website. And, you know, you find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Lisa Patrick BFD. And that's for another story. Okay. Well, that's for another episode, I think. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so, so much, Lisa. It was a pleasure. And I'm looking forward to our next interview. Thank you for the opportunity. I really hope that this episode was very valuable for you because I had to also learn how to ask better questions, especially when I started in sales and I wanted to have a bigger impact and actually sell more because you need to connect with the people from heart to heart. And Lisa has showcased this in such a beautiful way with her own success story. So I hope you are inspired and you are looking forward to your next conversation where you can actually ask these amazing questions. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab and make sure you find Lisa's episode and connect with her on social media. Check out her website and the amazing podcast she has, Coffee with Lisa. And also I want to invite you to join the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit, which you also will find at the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit.com or at christineschlonsky.com where we make sure that you can't miss it when you hop on to this page. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.